Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. A really brief out-of-cycle update on Satama. Satama is currently trending downward. I wanted to share my speculation as to why this happened, because you may not be following it, but the Certic group sent a post out with their messaging basically saying, hey, be patient, we're doing the audit, be patient, we're working on it. And this is like the third that I've seen, where they're trying to reassure the as named Satama Wolfpack, that they are working on the audit and they're trying to do it right and they'll get it done as soon as possible because obviously there are investors chomping at the bit to receive the results of the Certic audit. But more importantly, I think a lot of people are kind of holding for the sight of mask, which, as I mentioned before, was subject to the ill-fated Vegas event and other things. And so now there's some skepticism, rightfully so. The people are seeing that message that Certic sent out and there was an image and it said 35% and of course we're weeks out from the event and so people are feeling number one that they were lied to because the two weeks was thrown around and if you were watching my podcast or listening to it over time I said specifically that the two weeks I I hesitated throwing out a date because if you can't hold firm to it I don't like throwing out specific dates and I speculated that the two weeks was probably not going to be the case and it could be longer and then the Satama team came out and even said the two weeks is not a hard fast. It's what we believe to be the case based on what we know. And so I don't think it's fair to hold that against them. However, of course, people are antsy. At this point, it's been quite a bit of time. And to, to their credit, Cernic has done a masterful job with what they've got. They have a lot in the queue. On the flip side, though, they turned around Dogezilla pretty darn quick. They turned around others pretty darn quick. And I'm not sure if there's... I saw nothing on the site that clarified if there's something with the scope of their coverage that causes these delays. I suspect what's happening is that they're, because it's a wallet, that they're actually going deep down into the weeds to try to, like, really test it to make sure that there's no risk to uh, financial investors, right? You could have money that's in there, whether it's crypto or otherwise, and then somebody breaches the wallet or has a backdoor, is able to hack it, or there could be all these different things that are coming up. And I want to also reassure the Saitama Wolfpack that when you have, as a former auditor myself, when you have communication from the auditor's side that they are working on it, you can be assured they are working on it. However, the scope can dictate how long it might take. I think where Certic fell short is that they basically sales pitch themselves on about a 48-hour turnaround, usually about a week. But I think that's faulty because they're so backed up. They have a lot in the queue and very limited resources with which to do it. In summary, what I'm saying is I don't believe there's any malicious intent on the side of the Satama team in this regard, and I don't believe that the Certic group is dragging their feet or any of this. I think what's happening is the natural course of workload management they're overloaded. They have a lot going on. They're embedded doing the review, but because it's a wallet, it's a different thing. So let me break down what I'm saying when I say that it's a little bit different in scope. And this is my sense based on what it looks like they would need to test in order to have a confident test outcome. If Certic is testing a token, right, you have to test the code, and predominantly it's the code. You also want to make sure that there's good communication with the team. They test the social aspects you know do you have a strong community are you responsive are you acknowledging when there's issues are you present on places you have a good website and your website's robust and you're not there's not known bugs with your code so they're really testing just the token and how the token works and the tokenomics and the basic structure of the project but that's usually pretty clean if you've 
basically inherit to take a contract that's already existed and it's already worked and you adapt it to your process, generally you can speed through those. In a wallet, I think it's a little bit different because according to what Cytomask was proposed to do, you have not only token management that it's got to do, so it's also got to see all the data for all the different tokens that's out there. That means it's going to have some access to blockchains. It's got to protect data in transit. So if you're doing token sends or you're doing token receives, it's got to protect data in transit. There has to be a way to secure against backdoors, right? You could have somebody who has Cytomask set up, making sure that it's properly secured against backdoor entry from the application tier, because you could have a device that's compromised and then somebody sneaks in and steals somebody's crypto. That's a risk that they have to be aware of. If it's true that you're going to be able to use fiat to purchase crypto directly in the wallet, then that opens up a whole different ball of wax with respect to financial security because you have to secure. If you, you know, let's say you integrate with Simple Pay or Moon Pay or some other provider, you have to secure all that traffic. So, in most cases, it's easy to do that if you just link external, but let's say that they're trying to send data from the wallet over to them. You have to protect all the information in transit. Encryption takes it one step, but you also have to have multi-factor usually to confirm that the person who's doing the transaction truly is who they say they are. Because what happens if your device gets stolen? You wouldn't want somebody to be able to just open up the wallet, and boom, there's all the amounts, and they say, you know, buy more crypto and then send it over here. You wouldn't want this. And so there's a lot of protections that generally need to go into it because now fiat's involved. And now on the last step, you want to make sure that there's no opportunity for ideally your dusting attacks to have an easy way of it. You can't stop dusting attacks because that's all blockchain, but you don't want to make it easy for them to do it either. You don't want to make it easy for people to scam you. You need to make sure that the wallet is acknowledging the smart contract approval correctly. So if it's going to integrate with Uniswap, it needs to be able to properly do these secure communication necessary for smart contracts. You may need to integrate with websites at points. You need to be able to secure that as well. There's a lot going on here, and I don't think, I don't think people are aware how that changes the scope of an audit because you're now not just looking at one piece of code to see if it's a honeypot. There's a lot you have to really think about. So I'm not going to hold it against them. If I had to give any feedback, I would say, as I've mentioned before, stay away from dates if you can't hold firm. Don't even give an estimate. Just simply say, we've submitted. The quote that they gave us was between X and Y, but we don't know exactly when, so we'll keep you updated. And then I would do basically a, like I would say two times a week, update just to let people know, here's what we heard. We haven't gotten any new updates yet, but it's still in the process of going. And just keep that cadence going and then communicate it through all your forums, you know, as you've been doing. But I would stay away from hard dates because I think what got people sketchy in this case, at the Vegas event, someone, I don't know who, but someone said two weeks. That was a mistake. And I called that out the day of the event that whoever said that should not have even given any sort of time frame because certain sketchy investors will hold you to it and... If the theory is correct that there are people who are attacking the project, whether that's true or not, but chances are there are some people who are a little bit salty because of Vegas. If there are people who are attacking the project, then that just gives them ammunition to tank the token, and we don't want that. Now, to the point, I don't think the dip's going to last very long. I think it's going to go away. Who knows exactly when, because there's no real knowledge as to why and when it happens. As I said in today's episode, consider it as a discount to buy more. And I'm still bullish on the project overall. 
Um, we're still on deck to have a really good Q1, from what I can tell. And bear season, we don't know exactly how that's contributing to what's going on. So ultimately, from my perspective, I don't see anything being done wrong specifically. I'm just sharing feedback that this is a good reason why staying away from different you know, dates or estimate timelines is always a good thing. And Certic didn't do any favors by putting a screenshot that shows 35%, even though that was kind of misread because it doesn't really mean what you think it means. But Certic is kind of not helping the situation either. There's nothing that Cyta team can do on that one because they're a different company. And Certic is trying to be helpful, and I don't think they realize that you're dealing with a very sketchy audience here, even though they've been kind of yelling and screaming like Chicken Little. So all of the tokens have gone through it. SHIB went through it as well. SHIB had its situation with Certic. It took a while for them to get fully audited, and you had Chicken Shibbles at that time as well. So all projects go through the same thing. It's just the nature of the beast. The upside, again, is at some point the audit will be completed. Now, here's my far-out prediction. I'm going to say that the audit wraps up about mid-December. The reason I say that is because based on the scope I suspect is the case, there shouldn't be too much left that needed to be deep-root audited. They probably have already done the hard audits, and now they're kind of getting like the informationals and the these are FYIs and the minor um, pieces and putting it just to make sure it's well-rounded. They probably already attacked the big ones. They probably already did with the, you know, hacking risk and financial leaks and waste, they, security. They probably dealt with all those already. Now they're trying to find all the low-hanging fruit to have a comprehensive report is my suspicion. If so, it probably shouldn't too much be too much longer. Now, when I say mid-December, I'm saying mid-December at the latest. I'm not saying exactly mid-December. I'm saying I would be shocked if it took longer than that. So I'm not giving you a specific date. I'm simply saying that I believe that they've already made substantial progress such that now there's not really much left to do from what I can tell would be the scope in case. If I'm correct and it turns out that it's not too much longer and it comes out, the one thing you're going to watch out for, and again, I remind you and I'll stress it again, Buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. Don't freak on the red, buy the dip. When the report comes out, there are going to be findings. Every project has findings. There's not a single project in existence. I don't even care outside of crypto that has not had at least one finding. Findings are normal. That's why they have categories of the findings. Certain of the categories are very serious things. I think Certic in particular tends to use the word major, from my opinion, this is my opinion, in a way that, belies what they're trying to say. So what they call major, I wouldn't call major. I would call them kind of medium. These are important, but they're not like showstopper type deals. They're, you should pay attention to them, but they should not freak out your investors. And when you say something is major as a finding, an investor or group of investors will start to get freaked out a little bit, which is unfair. Because again, for most people that understand what the findings are, they're not in my opinion, they don't qualify as a, quote, major. I'm, I'm attacking the terminology, not the finding. The finding is legit. Just the terms that they use, major is going to freak people. Expect it. You're going to see some dips as a result of any finding that's above minor because I think their scale is like informational. There's another one, and then minor, major, and critical. Critical are the ones you should be freaked out about. However, you also, as an as a person who's in, in the audit process, you have to realize that there's also an acknowledgement process. So once the finding is surfaced, 
you as that business have to acknowledge the finding, which means that you say we acknowledge what it is and have a plan to fix it, remediation plan. So it doesn't just stop simply because there's a finding, even if it's a minor finding. It's also we acknowledge that it's an issue and we're working to fix it. You want to identify anything that's an absolute deal breaker. We can't go live with X, Y in place. Those, I think, are qualify as critical. But let's say you have something where, hey, it doesn't support fingerprint, fingerprint sensor. I don't consider that critical. I don't consider that major. I consider that something you want to pay attention to. I would call it minor. But if you've got regular password security, you've got pin code security, you've got email magic link security, you've got multiple other levels, TOTP, the only thing you don't have is it doesn't support the stupid fingerprint sensor. I don't consider that major. Now, if all you support is fingerprint sensor with no backup plan, that would be a major to me. If you don't support any security other than password, that would be a critical to me. Does that make sense? So there's levels to severity of a thing. And I think what CERTIC tends to classify as major often is not truly major in the scope of how it affects you as, a, as an investor. That's my only fear or concern, I should say, is there will be some investors that will see the word major, because I can almost assure you there's going to be at least one major, and they'll freak out. You know, I'm as a former auditor, I just did this for the Dogezilla team. They passed their Desertic audit. They had no criticals. And what they had a major, there were three majors of them. I felt only one of them was major in what I would define. And it's an easy code fix. It's actually a known bug. It was nothing they did wrong. It was a known bug with that particular code that's, to me, easy to fix. You just have to take time to test it and then deploy it whenever you have time. So I am going to, whenever this one comes out, I will look at the code, I'll look at the report and make my own assessment. And then I'll cover it on an update because I think it's important to have a different point of view. And I'm sure there's, you know, investors who are auditors as well uh, that have Shatama or even people on the SHIB people that are still on the sidelines watching the project, there's, I guarantee, auditors out there other than me who can share their thoughts about what that report's going to be. I guess my feedback only is, I don't think, I personally don't think the audit will last too much longer, in my opinion, based on what I would suspect they would have had to have covered first versus second, and given the scope that we're talking about. Once we get to that point, once the report's released, invariably there are almost almost assuredly, I can't 100% guarantee anything, but almost assuredly there'll be at least one major. And I think investors will freak out and I think there'll be some dip and I would encourage you to buy the dip and don't let it freak you and don't let it worry you and don't let it concern you and don't fall for the trick because it's a trick. Because again, I've looked at the code backwards to forwards and I have nothing but positive things to say about the code and the project and the original person who built it, who's not on the current team, but that person should be applauded for the way that they created it in a way that's it's basically the you know an improvement on the way SHIB works. And I'm still bullish on it in the long term, and I think it's got good potential. And so I'm not I'm not concerned on the CERTIC audit. I don't think you should be concerned on the CERTIC audit, but I understand how you may feel about it. So that's my thoughts on it. I wouldn't let the 35% get you because it doesn't mean what you think it means. Let's just give them time to do their job. CERTIC if you're listening, you didn't do any favors with 35%, but I understand what you're trying to do. But again, you didn't do any favors with that. Um, and just let it play. Let it play out. And remember, when you see red, buy the dip. And also remember, you've lost nothing. Nothing until and unless you sell.